Hi everybody, I'm Peter Jacobson, and welcome to Jake's Takes. The Jake's Takes podcast will be back with full episodes on February 4th. In the meantime, here's something to think about. It's a jungle in here, and we all know it. The fans are fired up and making sure they show it. One of the things that I think is evidently clear to me at the age of 65 now is that you never lose that competitive spirit. For me, playing professional golf, competing, that that hasn't gone away with me. And I don't think it ever goes away. And I'm now talking with Steve Caracas and my daughter Amy Jacobson, both musicians. Steve, you front a band. Amy sings with you quite a, quite a bit. But the thing that you, at 67 years old, you love to get up and, and play. And you've been doing it your whole life. Don't you feel like you're a youngster up on stage? There's, there doesn't seem to be any, any uh, kind of feeling about how old I am when I'm on stage. And, and uh, it's amazing the kind of fluidity you get when you're when you're playing with other people you know you you get taken in by the music you know and 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 I think and I think a lot of ways as you anticipate a performance or whatever uh it energizes you and you know and and we you know co- often we'll do 4 hour gigs and and then there's mm-hmm. the setup and there's the breakdown after that and you know and it's a it's an 8 hour job sometimes yeah that that's the reason I bring it up is that people think that you get up you sing you perform and then everybody gets in their car and goes home, but you have a setup and a breakdown later. The reason I bring this point up is that my wife Jan and I were in Vegas, and we went to see the great Phil Collins. Phil Collins is one of my go-to guys, probably one of my top two or three, along with Elton John and probably Ian Anderson with Jethro Tull. Those are, those are my go-to guys when I'm hitting balls practicing. But I watched Phil and was amazed at 68 years old. He just had back surgery. And he walked out on stage in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena with a cane. And I thought, wow, why is he doing this? He's Phil Collins. He's, he's, a, he's a Hall of Fame, multi-Grammy Award winner with all these records. But I realized right then, it's the competitive spirit and the love of music was why he was there in Vegas and why we had the opportunity to see him. He was there for his fans. Right. Well, I think that that translates to sports. Obviously, that's why you brought it up. I know that sometimes mom says, oh my gosh, why is your dad still going and playing in these tournaments? I wish he was just retired or something of the, along or, or the lawn. Or mowing the lawn. Or mowing the lawn. I was going to say home <laughs> with me, but she probably doesn't want you home with her. She, no, she's got no. her own deal going on. But no, I think that you like being out there and that competitive spirit never goes away. No matter what age you are, there there comes a time where you aren't competitive when you're talking about sports versus music, but the spirit and the drive never goes away. The desire to be competitive never goes away when you've had that. I should know. I'm a very competitive athlete. No, co- no, cl- no, no, no clearly <laughs> Phil, Phil Collins, uh, his music will stand up against anybody, but when you move generation to generation, people today, young kids today say, Who's Phil Collins? I've never heard of Genesis, but in our era, we all know who that is. But the reason I bring it up is 
we've got two very significant people in the game of golf that are turning 50. Jim Furyk and Phil Mickelson. Phil's already in the Hall of Fame, and I believe Jim Furyk, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He has a resume that, uh, that warrants a selection. But these two guys are turning 50, and they're eligible for the Champions Tour. The big question is, will they play on the Champions Tour, or will they continue to play on the PGA Tour, which is their right to do? But would you rather play on the PGA Tour and maybe not win as much, or would you rather go out on the Champions Tour and dominate and win? And that's the big question. When you play a show, Steve, you're dominating. You're you're the lead singer, lead guitar player. You're the guy. Yeah, you, you know, it's... Uh... It, it's like as I said before. It, it's it's rejuvenating. It's energizing to to get up there and do it. And and just because the calendar says that uh, you know you're a certain age doesn't mean that you know you have to pack it up and not do it anymore. And and you know and, and I've got a pretty good gauge of whether it's working. It's is because we still get hired to do it, and the and the people still like to hear it. So that's that's my that's my feedback mechanism. Now, Phil Mickelson, as you know, he's trying to turn back the clock physically. He's lost a ton of weight. In fact, at Port Rush, I was out on the golf course, walking the course with my son-in-law, Chris Saylor, and we came upon Phil and his and his brother, Tim, who's caddying for him. And Phil wanted me to talk, wanted to talk about his weight loss. And it was interesting because, as I said to Phil, I said, Phil, you know what incredible shape I'm in. In fact, the three of us sitting here right now are just in incredible shape, and we're incredibly <laughs> attractive people. So that that's goes true. without saying. True. We look good on radio. <laughs> we look good on radio. But but I have to admit, Phil does look great. And But isn't it interesting that in Phil's eyes right now, at 50 years old, or soon to be 50, it's more important for him physically and mentally, because that's going to help his self-confidence, than it is with his golf game. When you're 25 or 30, all you do is focus on your golf game. Now, he's trying to turn the clock back and stop father time. Well, I don't know that he's trying to turn the clock back. I think that 30 years ago when the Champions Tour started, people were not into fitness at like they are now. It's kind of like maybe 50s the new 40 kind of idea. At 50 years old, 30 years ago, people were not competitive and they needed their own tour. And I think it's great. I like the Champions Tour or the PGA Tour Champions but I don't think that there's any reason that you have to stop competing when you turn 50 if you are still able to compete or if you still feel like you can compete. Phil's in great shape. That's awesome. I think it's good for the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, when the guys that turn 50, when the name, the, the household name, really significant players turn 50 and jump tours because that's great for that tour. But it just doesn't it doesn't always happen because people are sometimes able to stay more competitive on the PGA Tour. Isn't it funny that you've you've struggled the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions? That I don't know why they made that change. No sense to me. It's hard to write it. The PGA Tour Champions victories. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I don't understand why they changed it. I I mean, why do they even change it from the senior tour? No, the senior tour was terrible. That was very that was bad. But no, I liked I, I like Champions Tour. I like that because I like because tour as well. it makes us old guys feel like we're necessary. Like you're, you're, a legend, champion. you're a champion. Yeah. But there's not not a lot of the names that you see on the PGA Tour Champions leaderboard are necessarily champions. There's a lot of names out there that they're great players now, but they're not household names. Maybe it's because they didn't compete intensely in their 20s and 30s and 40s, and so their bodies are still in 
better shape now and they're able to go out and play really significant senior golf. They didn't beat themselves up as much. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Well, no, no, you make a good point, but that that's the whole point of any sport, baseball, football, basketball, professional golf, it's all star driven. And that's why I wanted to bring this up because two stars are ready to join the Champions Tour, Phil and Jim Furyk. And you know that people will be paying close attention, especially when they play. Will they still play on tour? Yeah, they're going to play the U.S. Open. Phil's trying to win the U.S. Open to compete the career Grand Slam. You know he's going to be at Wingfoot in 2020. Furyk's already won the U.S. Open, so he'll be able to play long past the age of 50. But I just know that the Champions Tour, the PGA Tour Champions, that group down in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, I is hoping and praying yeah. that <laughs> these guys continue to play. And I know they'd like to see more of Davis Love and, and uh, Steve Stricker and Vijay Singh and, right. and, the great, and Tom Watson and the great name. But as we know, nobody can beat Father Time. Time marches on. Well, what do and you think? What do you think about Mickelson and Furyk? I th- should I think, they play the Champions Tour? Will they play the Champions Tour? I think Tour? they should, and I think they will. I think eventually you have to, you have to be realistic with your abilities. Pretty soon you realize you don't hit the ball as far. Maybe your game is not as sharp as it was when you were playing and practicing every every day. Don't forget, both Furick and Mickelson have young families. They've got kids in high school. Soon they're going to go to college. And there, there's a whole different set of challenges there. So you don't practice as hard. You don't practice as much. But if you can go out on the Champions Tour and compete and win, let's face it, that's why you that's why you do anything. You want to be great. You want to win. That's that's how we measure our careers. So, well, to put to put a bow on this, go, go ahead, Steve. Well, I was going to say there are some people that who immediately came into the Champions Tour and won their first their first year out, and I think I'm talking to one of them. And mm-hmm. and you know that's when the that's perhaps when some of the biggest opportunities happen. Right. And 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 so I you know I I think that you know if you got that that. Um, appetite for winning that uh, the champion tour presents a whole new you know set of opportunities well you do have to get it early when you turn 50 ah, it used to be between age 50 and 55 but people like bernard langer and hale Irwin broke that but that's just two guys when you get to that 55 to 60 kind of slows down and then beyond 60 it gets really difficult mm-hmm. to win so they have to balance do I want to stay on the tour and play until I'm eh, 53, 4, 5? They will if they stay in shape. Or do they want to go out there on the Champions Tour and dominate? Maybe think about challenging Langer's record, Langer and, and Hillerwin's record of winning mm-hmm. all those tournaments. So, like I said, to put a finish on this, it is going to be very interesting to see what Furyk and Mickelson do on the Champions Tour when they turn 50. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's Jake's Takes podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Peter Jacobson. These have been my takes. What are yours?